Welcome to this episode of the Best Hopes Podcast. My name is Adam Brower. And I'm Cecil Walker. And if you've listened to the past episodes, you know that what we're doing is slowly working through different slices or interpretations of hope and really dissecting what hope is and how it can kind of play a role in our lives. Mm -hmm. And so this time, what we're going to do is we're going to be talking about hope as something that we can depend on. Hmm. And what I mean by having hope as something that we can depend on is really something that we can put our trust in, something that's kind of a steady force out there, something that's holding stable, that we can consistently rely on. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's moving. It's not something that's arbitrary. It's not something that is vague, but it's really something that we can put our trust in. So Cecil, as you hear kind of that iteration of hope, what comes to your mind? Why would we consider hope in this way? I think it's, this is an interesting iteration of hope. I guess we kind of say this every episode, but yeah, that's why we're here, right? Because there's so many interesting. <laughs> every, every bit is interesting. <laughs> I guess I, of all people, should at least find it interesting. Um, what really first jumps out to me, the best way that I can like conceive and grab all of these little nuanced definitions that you just gave from dependence as it relates to hope is the word that I just keep hearing is like faith. It sounds mm -hmm. like. And not even just religious faith, though I think that is definitely relevant here, but the kind of faith you could have in anything, in anyone, to say that, like, I hope this person would do this or be like this. I hope that there are good people in the world. I hope things work out. You know, I have trust in or I have faith that things are going to play out this way. I mean, it very much sounds like faith, faith that I've known it in the sense of how people describe their religious beliefs. You know, it's almost like, I'll do what I can, but there's a part of this that's out of my hands. I'm just going to have to have faith. I'm just going to have to hope that things work themselves out or that a higher power works them out. I know a lot of people waffle back and forth between, you know, can you trust other people? Can you depend on other people? And I think a lot of people would say, I hope I can. I hope I, I hope people would do good. I hope the people I care about would care about me. I hope that all the good that I put out into the world is for a good reason. And all of this to me sounds like this kind of, this trust that we're talking about, this dependence that we're talking about. That's what it sounds like to me in this version of hope that we're getting into. Hmm. Yeah, I really like that summary that you put together. And I think one of the things that that makes me think about is I was kind of, as you were listening, I was kind of listening for, is this a noun? Is this a kind of hope that... Mm -hmm. something I can possess? Or is this a verb? Is this something that I'm doing? And I talked, I kept going back and forth, <laughs> like, it's a noun, it's a verb, it's a noun, it's a verb. I think that's an important component of it. Because if I have the noun right version of this, if I if it's something I possess, then it influences what I do. I think what I mean by that is, I'll just put it into that religious context for just a minute, and then we can transpose that elsewhere. But I think if I have hope, if I have that trust in God, then I move forward with that trust, right? Mm -hmm. I move forward. It's almost oftentimes we make the comparison of it's, it's the opposite of fear. So I move forward with confidence. It's 
one of the things I really love about this definition is steadiness, right? It's, I trust that God is there and that he or whatever you conceptualize God to be is a steady force. I can consistently rely on him or God. I can, I can trust that my behavior or my actions or my choices will be valued in a certain way. It adds meaning mm-hmm. to the verb, right? I, I behave hopefully, but it's not just empty behavior. It's behavior that means something because I've put my hope in this thing, that it'll be rewarded in this way or it will be viewed in this way or that it will help me achieve certain things or that steadiness of that being in this case makes my actions meaningful because I trust that they'll be interpreted the same way each time. Yeah. The thing that makes this little corner of hope and what you're describing um, and even faith and religion in general, the thing that makes this so powerful and so beautiful to me is that it's almost not a necessarily logical thing, mm. that it, this isn't science or math in that it should add up, it should work its way out, you should have evidence for it and, and have reasoning enough to do the actions that you're doing. And I know that kind of sounds nonsensical that it's powerful because it's not logical but it's not logical i think in the sense that it's beyond logic you're doing this before you have the evidence you're believing so much you have such a powerful connection to this you're so dependent on this and have so much faith on this religiously or not that you're doing it you're walking down that road before you've even been given the like here's a hundred percent of the reasons why you need to and i think that kind of motivation that kind of force that someone could act with could pull you out of any situation that could like, no matter what circumstance you're in, if you have that kind of hope that says that I don't need to see the math yet, I don't need to see it already. You know, no one can show you a picture of here's how things are going to work out. It's going to look this great in the end if you go down this path. And so since you can't get that beforehand to walk down that path anyway and say, I hope it's going to come that way. I hope I'm trusting that things are going to work out this way. I have faith that things are going to go in a certain kind of a way. Um, that to me is just really, really powerful. And I think you're tapping into something almost superhuman if you can call on that thing and use that. One of the most beautiful pieces of music that I've ever come across when I was in choir in college, um, we sang this piece, I believe, called Even He's Silent, something like that. And it was the lyrics of it were very, very short, this short little like, I don't know if you could call it a poem. It's just like a saying or something that was written in a concentration camp somewhere on the walls they found it written anonymously by someone who was imprisoned there they don't know who wrote it but they found it the words were these are the only words to the whole song and it's totally acapella no background instruments or anything i believe in the sun even when it's not shining i believe in god even when he's silent i think that embodies what you're kind of getting at here and talking about this trust and this faith especially in a time that's so difficult, like being in a concentration camp when the world around you is collapsing. Everyone you love, everything you know, everything is being threatened. And it just seems like that has got to be the most hopeless time ever. But then to be able to say that I still believe in something beyond this, I still see and hope for and trust in something beyond this, whether that's God, whether that's that things will be better and can get better, whatever that is. I think it's just astounding how powerful that is to get someone through a moment like that. 
Mm, yeah, it's really, really beautiful. Something came to my mind as well, and it's really unrelated, but I hope we, I can make the connection, is many of us go to school, right? Mm -hmm. Whether that's, you know, we're going through high school, whether it's we're going to college, whether we're going to graduate school, but we go to school and we hope to achieve graduation, right? We hope to be, to accomplish what it takes to leave. And all of our behavior, whether it's directly related to school, right? Like I study or I write papers or I take exams or whatever it is, I behave as though the outcome is sure that I'm going to graduate. There's no evidence beforehand right. that you're guaranteed that outcome, but we behave in a way that's like this outcome is coming and it's static. If I do my time, if I do all these things on this day, I will participate in that graduation ceremony. And I think as you were talking, one of the things that I also thought is that it also influences our action outside of school related things, right? Like maybe I go to bed earlier than I would have because I know I got to get up in the morning. Maybe I spend, I talk to my friends about this thing that I'm trying to accomplish where maybe I start watching podcasts or, you know, listening to podcasts or watching YouTube videos or whatever that's related to what I want to achieve. The way I use my free time changes because I now see my aim is to become this kind of a person. Maybe I'm going to be an architect. Maybe I'm going to be an artist. Maybe I'm going to be a dancer, you know. So I start using my free time to enhance or supplement my education. And so that outcome starts to permeate and influence my existence, what, how mm -hmm. I live my life. As you were talking, one of the things that came to my mind as well is that we oftentimes think about it as like, I'm going to achieve this end goal. They're going to stamp me. They're going to give me the diploma. They're going to be. But what we're really hoping for is that we can embody that we become whatever they stamped us as being right. In our mm -hmm. case, they stamped us and said, yep, you're therapists mm -hmm. now. And we hope that we become therapist quality people. But again, if you get stamped as a dancer, you hope that your body moves in a way that conveys meaning, that conveys purpose, that you, when you concentrate on little tiny things like where you put your toe or how you hold your hand or that that conveys dancer, right? Or that if you get stamped as an artist, each brush stroke of a painting you have how this one action, how this one movement fits into a greater thing. So really what we're putting our trust in is that I'm going to change. I'm going to become mm. this thing, even though the way that we talk about it is I'm going to graduate. And I think sometimes when we focus just on graduation, we miss the purpose really is to become, right? And we could put that back into a religious perspective. If I'm putting my hope in God, mm. really, I'm hoping to become God-like. Yeah. If I put my trust in people, really, I'm hoping to become part of the group or mm. I'm trying to fit in with them. So I'm, I think that hope is only true hope 
if that thing really is steady, right? If I really have the possibility of becoming a dancer, then that hope is not misplaced. I could potentially put false hope into a group of people and like, they're going to let me in or I'm going to become one of them. And maybe they don't or, or they don't ever welcome me or they say, you haven't lived up to what you need to be. And so I think this version of hope only holds up if the becoming is actually a possibility. I, I really like that. And that seems to be, there's always some element of outcome, us being like linked to that as we move in all these conversations about hope. And it's really, really interesting to see what you just described, that particular version of this, with this definition of dependence in hope. And I feel like we come to this question a lot, but how does someone get this kind of hope if they aren't someone who is full of that trust or that faith? They're not someone who can easily, I know this comes up a lot in therapy, like people feeling like they need reason to trust before they trust. People feeling like they need the science, they need the evidence, they need the math before they will put their faith in something, before they depend on someone or something or some outcome. Yeah, I think that's an excellent question. And I think people come at it in lots of different ways. I think there are some people who are just believing people, right? Hope, this version of hopeful people. Mm -hmm. And I think others, like you mentioned, are guarded because of previous negative experiences or guarded just out of cautiousness. I don't want to be let down. Mm -hmm. And so I think what I would say is this kind of hope, um, I don't know how to say it except for can be grown. You can start little. Hmm. You can say, perhaps in this instance, I'm just going to hope in myself, right? I'm going to hope that I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to hope that I'll make it to the end of the day tomorrow. And then you can look for the signs throughout the day that you indeed are the kind of person, the capable kind of person who can make it to the end mm -hmm. of the day. And then I think from there, once you can kind of begin to trust and hope in yourself, then you can find one other person to put your hope in and say, I'm going to trust that you're a steady person. I'm going to trust that you're going to treat me consistently with or commensurate to the trust and hope that I'm putting in you. And you might get hurt. Again, you might mistrust. You might put your hope in somebody that's not worthy of your hope. But I think then you can try again with somebody different. And I think what's beautiful about this is that there are people there are entities, there are faiths that are worth putting hope in. And you might have a hard time finding them at first. But I think if you keep trying, you'll find them. And the only reason I can say that is because I have, right? Mm -hmm. I have found partner worth putting trust in, worth mm -hmm. putting hope in. I've found friends who I know... I could rely on for anything. And I, I hope that they feel like they could do the same, that they could rely and trust in me as much. I feel like I've found a faith that is, that I can find stability in, that can guide those actions that makes me feel fulfilled. And so I think 
as I guess the only way that I can say like you have to try you have mm -hmm. to experiment you have to be willing to maybe get hurt in the process but know that it's there that it's possible to find this stableness in various places yeah I, I think and this is I think tricky for people who are in this position of you know, questioning, why should I trust? Why should I have faith? Why should I try to do anything with this independence kind of a hope? And this conversation is helping me to realize it's not about a hundred percent accuracy. Even it's not about you're making a bet and that bet will pay off, you know, in the best possible way, tenfold, 100% of the accuracy. I think inherent in trust and in faith is that it's not a sure thing. That's that's part of it. That's kind of what fuels it, actually. What it is about, though, is about getting you through, I think. Mm -hmm. That's at least some part of it. You could take that many more steps with this hope, with this faith or this trust than you could by saying, I'm not giving my trust to anyone. I'm not having faith in anything. I don't know that this is going to pan out well. And you either stay stuck or go backwards, I think. And I think having this kind of hope makes things happen that otherwise could it enters you into now a new reality that what is possible wasn't possible before you bought into this before you gave this kind of hope a chance and i think that's what it affords you that's what you get to access you're willing to say okay i don't know for sure that this is going to go the way that i want it or that this person is going to be who i want them to be or do what i need them to do but i'm going to have hope i'm going to have faith and see what happens. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. I think there is a risk in offering this kind of hope. But it's interesting because I was just looking back at the synonyms again of this kind of hope of dependence. And one of the synonyms we haven't really touched on, which I think is really important, is responsibility. Hmm. And I think that what you're getting at is that this responsibility is twofold. That when I offer this kind of hope, or I put my trust in someone or something, I have the responsibility to act accordingly, mm -hmm. right? If I put my trust and my hope in my partner, then I have a responsibility to be a partner that they can also put mm -hmm. their hope and trust in. If I put my, in, if I put this hope and trust in God, I'm then responsible to act according to the expectations that God has, right? Yeah. You have to do these certain things and vice versa. I think that there's a responsibility of the entity that you're putting hope in to then be those other synonyms, right? The stableness, the stability, mm -hmm. the they or it has the responsibility to be yeah. something that you can consistently put your hope in. And so I think that responsibility, when you put that hope in somebody and you get let down, I think one of the meaning-making ways that you can go through that is, well, they didn't stand up to their responsibility. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. And by framing it as a responsibility, it makes me then able to say, well, I shouldn't put my trust or my hope in them anymore. But that doesn't mean that I can't put my hope or mm -hmm. trust in anything yeah. because something else, someone else could act responsibly. And if I act responsibly as well, then it's something that could work. So I think it, remembering that responsibility is part of this equation of hope yeah. means 
if I get let down, it doesn't mean that I'm a failure. It just means either I need to recommit and live responsibly, or I need to put my trust in somebody or something that is responsible. Yeah, I think that's really insightful and probably not something most people would think of when they think about hoping for something is you're inherently saying, I'm giving this person or thing a job. I'm trusting you with this job. You now have a responsibility that I'm depending on, but also I'm signing myself up for a job. If I'm going to say that I'm hoping for this outcome or I'm hoping for this person, this kind of a relationship, I've got to play my role. I've got to fulfill the responsibility of someone who is now engaged in putting their trust in that thing. And I think seeing it that way makes it very practical. It makes it like, well, we both got to get to work. I got to let you do your job, but I definitely got to do mine. Yeah. And I think that takes it so much farther than just like I'm passively like yeah. putting trust in something. Yeah. That's not trust, I would say. I can say that's, that's buying belief, right? Mm-hmm. But if I back that belief with action, yeah. now there's responsibility. Now there's the holding accountable on both sides. And I think once you realize that there is that accountability, that responsibility, it's much easier to know, should I move forward? Is my responsibility being met? Is their responsibility being met? Now it's something, it's not just wishy-washy or it's not vague, like, I hope this outcome mm-hmm. happens. But it's like we are simultaneously working toward a particular accomplishment. Yeah. I think there's real power in finding that person or that thing that you can put that trust in and then working to uphold your side of the bargain. Yeah. I'd like to think also that it's you gain more no matter what, even if it doesn't work out, even if that person ends up not holding up their responsibility as well. or Somehow it seems like this thing you put your trust in didn't turn out exactly the way that you were hoping it would turn out. I think you're always going to be in a better position than if you didn't trust at all in the first place. Yeah, I think you're you're right. I hadn't really thought about it. But like in the pursuit of finding mm-hmm. the right partner, right? Oftentimes we have to work through a series of yeah. not right partners. And I think that each time we have to put that hope, that trust, and yeah. be like, maybe you're the one. But in pursuing the one, we should simultaneously become more like the one that we want to become, right? So that if this relationship doesn't work out, I enter into the next relationship knowing myself better, having worked to improve myself better. So now I'm in a place where maybe you're the one who's ready for this trust and for this responsibility. And I've worked to become ready for this as well. And so I think this kind of hope has some development to it that maybe you have to go through stages of putting your hope in a series of things to ultimately get to the one that works out. Yeah. And I think, yeah. And what that says is the hoping is valuable, even if taking you in a straight line to where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's beautiful. Every time I'm surprised, (laughs) every time I have an anticipation of where we're going and every time I'm surprised with what actually happens, but I love this. Like, I love that we have considered now ambition and striving for mm-hmm. something. I love that we have like awaiting. We've talked about awaiting and like depending on mm-hmm. something. And now we've talked about like the dependence on like striving for mm-hmm. that thing. And each one of these, I think, gives a more complete picture of what hope is. And we have many, many more to come. Yeah, it's um, amazing how much depth to each of these we can go. I was thinking it it'd be like thin slices next to each other like it'd be like oh, okay and this is slightly different and this is slightly different but these are 
they have so much substance to them in their own categories. Yeah. Um, it's really amazing. Yeah, it really is. So thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging in there as we digest and dissect <laughs> hope. If this is helpful to you, please let us know. And if you have additional thoughts about hope or any of these iterations of hope that we're talking about, we'd love to hear from you. And if you feel like there's somebody in your life who could really benefit from thinking about this, maybe somebody who has put their hope in somebody recently or something recently and been let down, perhaps this is a conversation that could buoy them up and could help them to put their dependence in something else again. Please feel free to share this with anybody and we would really appreciate it. Until next time, go live a life of hope.